raise a spoon to Grandma, who always took all the hungry cousins to McDonald's for McNuggets and the Play Play Slide. Have something sweet in her honor. Come to McDonald's and treat yourself to the Grandma McFlurry today. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. And participate in McDonald's for a limited time. Time now for the Live Wire. Live Wire's on the team connect. Get respect for their realness. I know you feel this. All right, so I said last in the last segment, the visit to the mound, we were going to save the the Orioles for the live wire. And yesterday it was reported that Kevin Brown, an Orioles broadcaster, had been removed from the air after referring to recent losses for Baltimore and Tampa Bay. I literally pulled the cut yesterday afternoon, and I labeled it audio that got him suspended because I didn't know how to label the audio. I'm sure you all have heard, but we're going to bring it back to you guys. This is what Kevin Brown got suspended for, for saying on MAS, uh, on, uh, on, on an Orioles broadcast. For the Orioles, Brandon Idas felt like this has been maybe the toughest ballpark to play in, but the Orioles have a chance to do something special today. They've already clinched at least a split in the series, winning two of the first three, and they could pick up a series win behind Tyler Wells today. It's been a minute. The Orioles split a two-gamer with the Rays in June. They had lost their last 15 series here at Tropicana Field. You have to go back to when our now colleague Brad Brock picked up the win in the series finale June 25th, 2017, the last time the Orioles won a series here at St. Pete. Already got three and two of the Trop this year after winning three of 18. The previous three years combined. It is a stark difference, Ben, and it is not a bad Rays team. It's not like all of a sudden the Rays uh, became slouches in the American League East. They've led this division every day but now two, and the Orioles once again are back alone in first place. Yeah. For the Orioles, Brandon I just oh. felt like... Don't know what happened there. I was waiting for the FCC violation. When I listened to this circulating on social media yesterday, I thought, great. Here we have another moment where an announcer said something awful and something that, I, oh, yeah, maybe he should even be fired. I was waiting for it. And then I kept waiting. And then I kept waiting. All right. He's going to get suspended for a good reason. And then nothing came. All he was doing was discussing how the Orioles just don't have a good record against the Tampa Bay Rays at Tropicana Field. That's it. Spitting nothing but facts. Not even putting any opinion on it. And the fact that there was a graphic on the camera saying the same exact thing, but he's the only one suspended. And the production crew, to my knowledge, not one of them, have been suspended for putting the graphic. It's in writing up in front of your face. And yet this is the guy reciting what everybody can see is suspended. It's probably the most egregious suspension in a way that should absolutely not happen and the most insecure suspension. Baltimore does not know how to handle success because they've been actively tanking for so long that when success comes their way and anybody speaks ill of them anymore, oh, nope, you can't be a part of the organization. This is legitimately embarrassing. And you know I don't like to go all in on that sometimes, but legitimately embarrassing that Baltimore decided that that was too much for for them to have uttered on an Oriole broadcast. If I'm him, I quit the team, I file a lawsuit against them, and then I go to another team and go work for them because it is ridiculous. 
ridiculous. Uh, Yankees TV announcer Michael Kay said it was unconscionable and said it makes the Orioles look so small and insignificant and minor league. This is ridiculous. 100%. I'm like you. I was sitting there waiting for him to say something out of pocket, something that could have been misconstrued as maybe being, uh, you know, racially yes. charged or something like that. I got none of that. Just for a guy spitting the facts about the franchise, it's not his fault you were losing. Wes, I thought there was something that he said <laughs> where there was a word that I didn't know the meaning of it. I was like, wait, did he say something racially charged and it right. stemmed from a word that I just didn't know what yes. the meaning was? And so they decided to suspend him now. instead of outright kick him off of the broadcast team forever. Uh, that's that's as embarrassing a suspension from the party suspending as I've ever seen. I, certainly anything that comes to my knowledge in the last few years. Well, one of the reasons you might like the White Sox is Jason Bonetti said that uh, he quoted about the White Sox winning six of their 13 games against the Orioles this season. And he said, which I hope I don't get suspended by the Orioles for saying that. That's so, right. Uh, yeah, man, but very, very ridiculous. Great dude, by the, the way, Orioles. Jason Bonetti doing yeah. some Charlotte Knights games. I think, you know, being a local guy around here and does yeah. a great job. So, yes, shouts to Jason Bonetti. Zero shouts for the Baltimore Orioles. Yeah, no, they they made more of an ass of themselves yesterday than they've done the last half decade where they've actively taken. Now, look, it's paid off. They're set up to be successful for the next decade or, or longer. But it's utterly embarrassing, and I thought it was great seeing the baseball community and then just sports broadcasters around the country really come to his defense. Hopefully he gets to go somewhere better than Baltimore well, to call my, baseball games starting soon. Well, and my question is, you're in the AL East. You are in a historic baseball division where the Yankees and the Red Sox are sporting the bottom positions in the AL East. You're at the top at 70 and 42. Nothing but good PR coming your way. What do you think is going to happen when you make this suspension? Did you think it was all going to be quiet when nobody heard Kevin Brown's name or they didn't hear his voice on the broadcast? And then people will inevitably ask questions as to why. And then when that is the reason, did you think you were going to get good PR? After a season where you're 70 and 42 and all of the storylines about you should be nothing but good. Yeah. Nothing but positive. But you have to get in your own way to where you have to manufacture something negative because it's so what you're used to in the last five, seven years when you were tanky. Yeah, I, I just – I hope we never see anything like this again. I, I know teams are really protective of conversations and content around them. And it, it's not like Baltimore is the only team that has that kind of thought process. But the fact that they suspend somebody for that – that is way too insensitive and insecure. All right. So we usually play sound in this segment, but we got a storyline coming out of Washington that I wanted to get both of your guys' uh, opinions on. According to Commander's head coach Ron Rivera, some of his players expressed their concern over new offensive coordinator Eric Bieniemy's intensity during practice. Mm. Bieniemy has responded saying, quote, I'm always going to be loud, always going to be vocal, always going to demand – from my leaders, um, he goes, he follows up by saying, if I ain't doing my job, my ass gets fired. It's my job and my responsibility to make sure I'm getting our guys to do what I'm expecting them to do. What do you guys make of this where, you know, this is this kind of was a, a chance for him to get away from Andy Reid, where if he goes out this year, 
and Washington puts together a top 10, 12 offense in the NFL, he more than likely gets the head coaching job he's been to, he's been owed the last three to five head coaching cycles. Now you've got players pushing back on this. What do you guys make of what's coming out of Washington? Well, I think that this is probably one of the losing mentality things that they have, and I do love Coach Rivera, but come on. I mean, I'm going to give Bienemy the benefit of the doubt here. He comes from the winning organization. He's got the championship rings. He's come from a successful offense, one of the best in the league that he helped the architect. So, yeah, he's trying to get that type of culture in Washington, and if they don't like it, that just speaks to what type of organization uh, offensively, especially, that they've been because a guy that's coming in with this type of experience, this type of hardware, these type of accolades, they need to listen to him and do what he says outside of him asking them to do anything that is uh, inappropriate or anything uh, that these guys feel like is belittling them, but it sounds like to me he's just coaching the hell out of them. It just doesn't seem like there are any winners at this. Yeah. Eric Bieniemy's not a winner. The players don't come across as winners. Ron Rivera's explanation doesn't come across as very positive surrounding this organization either. And so I just don't know how they benefit. Now, if the story's out and you have to answer for it, okay. But there were some rumors about Pat Mahomes and Eric Bieniemy getting into it. Mm-hmm. Remember, we saw the viral clip of them on the sideline. And Pat Mahomes afterwards said, look, it's a competitive football game. We're going to disagree and we're going to get into it every once in a while. And that's how he answered the viral clip that showed them not being very happy with each other in real time. But now Eric Bieniemy brings that same mentality. Ron Rivera mentioning in a comment about it that he's not going to change because it's worked for him, certainly in his time at yeah. Kansas City. Yeah, I don't know what he's doing. So what I don't want to do is get caught in a corner and say, oh, the players are a soft bunch, and then something bad come out that Eric Bieniemy is doing. Yeah. So I just don't know the content and how bad it is at the same time. I just can't point to anybody right now and say, okay, that's the party that's right in all of this. Well, Rivera also came out and said that he's had a number of guys come to him, and he's told them to go talk to Bieniemy. And he said as they go and talk and listen to him, it's been a lot enlightening for a lot of the guys. And he said it's a whole different approach. And, I mean, I get it, though. I don't like a coach, and I never did like a coach that just yells constantly, always loud, because yeah. it does take away the message when you do it often as opposed to if you do it sparingly. So I get it. But as far as I just feel like he's maybe doing the new coach thing and trying to test everybody and see who's going to be quote-unquote tough enough to be able to play in his offense and, and go from there. So I don't know. Well, a couple things, too. I mean, we remember when we had the Amazon product, All or Nothing, released on the Carolina Panthers. Wasn't it Ron Rivera who was cursing up a storm? <laughs> like, Ron Rivera, I'm surprised he's not like, yeah, I'm about it. This is kind of why I hired him, because yeah. I'm down with it. But the players they in that locker room, they loved Ron Rivera. And that's one thing about changing the culture when they decided to fire him. I don't know if the culture needed to change. They just needed to win more games. But Eric Bieniemy coming over and now having this surrounding him, I just – it. It's tiring to hear a lot of the negative storylines surrounding Eric Bieniemy, who had a big part in Kansas City's offense, at least if you listen to Andy Reid and Pat Mahomes, two of the biggest figures in that organization's history. That'll do it for the live wire. We had a couple of topics that we could have gone foul line on, especially for the baseball one. Well, you know, and I could go foul line on Wes because, you know, Uh he just disclosed that if I were ever to be a, a, a coach that was recruiting me, he couldn't play for me because he didn't like being yelled at. And uh, I'm a yeller. Drum! You got that list ready to go, son? I don't like coaches that have to look up to me and yell. Uh, 100%.
<laughs> you know, that hit so hard in high school. In high school, I love my basketball coach. He grabbed me one time, and I just like, ah, I don't, I don't need to be grabbed here. And it wasn't anything violent. Ooh. It was actually on me. He grabbed my jersey. He grabbed my jersey to move me somewhere in the zone that I wasn't. And it, it's so soft, yet I just didn't like it. You know, maybe that speaks to more about me. <laughs> All right, so I'm going to look for coddling. I'm also going to coddle Drum as he continues to help us out with some more research. Raise a spoon to Grandma, who always took all the hungry cousins to McDonald's for McNuggets and the Play Play Slide. Have something sweet in her honor. Come to McDonald's and treat yourself to the Grandma McFlurry today. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. And participate in McDonald's for a limited time.